0: Hello, and welcome to Living Life Squirrel, a podcast about living and loving life with ADHD. My name is Robin, and I am your host. I'm a woman who was diagnosed with ADHD at 39 after living most of my adult life not knowing I had the condition. This podcast is meant to dispel the myths about ADHD based on my own experience and what it feels like for me and looks like to my family and friends. Hello, everyone. I'm so excited about this episode's featured squirrel because I've done a serious deep dive into all things about this person over the past few weeks. I've read articles, I've watched videos, and of course, I've listened to podcasts. I've also read his book, The Storyteller, and wow, is he ever a gifted storyteller. Every time I do a deep dive on this person, I walk away with a smile because this person is one of the most talented, authentic people ever. According to Wikipedia, he is estimated to be the third wealthiest drummer in the world, right behind Ringo Starr and Phil Collins. And as an added bonus, my husband and I scored tickets to watch him perform with his band in our hometown of Edmonton, Alberta, this September. So who is this featured squirrel? That would be the one and only Dave Grohl. Dave Grohl is a former drummer for a little band called Nirvana and the frontman for the Foo Fighters, a band he formed following the death of Nirvana's Kurt Cobain. While Dave has never formally been diagnosed with ADHD, he has stated in numerous interviews that his report cards hinted at ADHD from a young age. Often, his report cards stated the same thing many of us have heard our entire lives. Dave has potential, if only he could sit down and focus and stop trying to entertain the class. He says his education was impeded by a raging case of ADHD, and he tried to focus during classes, but eventually left school before the age of 17. He shares this in his YouTube monologue called In Defense of Our Teachers, which is lovely to listen to because he is such a great storyteller. His mom, a teacher herself, likely recognized traits of ADHD in her child, and when Dave decided to drop out to pursue music, she allowed it. Of course, this was a different time long before ADHD was really talked about. But he had the support of his mom who knew there were different ways people learn. And while he has expressed regret at times about dropping out of school, following his passion has served him well. But beyond being incredibly musically talented and successful, he also has an unapologetic approach to life that draws people to him. He's quirky, he's energetic, and it really seems like his mission is to embrace it all. And that resonates with a lot of us with ADHD. As I mentioned, his recent memoir is called The Storyteller, which is simple and fitting. Those of us with ADHD are often born storytellers, finding humor in situations and weaving tales in order to keep our audiences captivated. Some of us who are quieter are often writers, drawing from our daydreams to craft stories. And while The Storyteller is a memoir and is a collection of Dave's experiences, it's easy to understand from the collection how one might conclude Dave has ADHD, like being hyper-focused on music and having a career spanning decades. While his rise to fame came as a drummer for Nirvana, he formed Foo Fighters following Kurt Cobain's death as a one-man band, later adding band members. On those instruments? Dave is self-taught. He began learning to play guitar at age 12, but got tired of lessons and instead taught himself his way, eventually playing in bands with friends. In high school, he started playing drums. He learned by listening to punk rock. He still cannot read music and plays only by ear. Those of us with ADHD don't read instructions. We dive right in, which is exactly what Dave did with musical instruments. Rather than learn through instruction, he taught himself and figured out how to do it through trial and error. And with that ability to figure it out, he was able to f- create the Foo Fighters. He had been approached about being a drummer in other bands but Dave has an entrepreneurial spirit. Six months after Cobain's death in 1994, he scheduled studio time and quickly recorded a 15-track demo, performing all of the instruments himself. When he started writing songs, he was insecure, but also realized that he wanted to prove he could do it. If he was hampered by a fear of imperfection, there wouldn't be the Foo Fighters. He also has incredible energy. Dave's greatest vice appears to be caffeine, He drinks a lot of coffee, even more than me. At a point in which he was having heart trouble, his doctors gave him an EKG, a sonogram, and a CT scan. They learned that the culprit to his pain was coffee consumption. At the time, he was drinking four pots of coffee a day. He channels that energy into projects and is always juggling several projects at a time. His bandmates say he keeps things tense on purpose by scheduling way too much. He doesn't like to sit still. When asked if he ever allows himself to get bored, he says, I don't know what it is, man. I was never diagnosed with ADHD, but I certainly have some kind of music attention deficit disorder. Maybe it's MADD. There's just always something to do, something to write, or something to direct. And he's always working or collaborating on something. He's played with David Bowie, Nora Jones, Rick Astley, and is good friends with Paul McCartney. In 2020, he performed in an online drum battle with a 10-year-old drummer and a YouTube celebrity because why not? Can you imagine being 10 years old and getting the chance to perform with a talented musician like Dave Grohl? So many musicians would decline this type of competition, but Dave is self-deprecating and hilarious and he puts people at ease. He doesn't take himself too seriously. He knows his flaws and he shrugs them off. He is delightfully unpolished and often shares meandering anecdotes while showing authentic interest in the interviewer. He talks fast, he enunciates well, and while his interviews are often laced with profanity, it doesn't come across as negative and more just as punctuation. He uses profanity to express enthusiasm. He also makes odd connections. When he was working with his band on a cover of Rick Astley's Never Gonna Give You Up, he started to realize that the arrangement was the same as Smells Like Teen Spirit. Anyone who has listened to a great mashup song can appreciate when people put these similarities together to create something entirely new and unexpected. And he doesn't necessarily have a brand other than just being himself. He's been a musical guest on Saturday Night Live 14 times, including several sketches on SNL, and appeared on both Sesame Street and The Muppets. He even penned a new Fraggle Rock theme song because, again, why not? Dave Grohl is an incredible squirrel, and I am so grateful that he speaks up about ADHD. Because somewhere, there's a child who isn't feeling like they are fitting in, who can look to this talented and authentic person and know that it's okay to be themselves, to be the kid with potential who can't focus, and that a linear path isn't always the best way to figure it out. Until next time, this is Robin and this is Living Life Squirrel, a podcast about how ADHD is more than a list of symptoms. If you have an idea, question, or comment, please write to me at livinglifesquirrel at gmail.com. Thanks for listening.